know you like that. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Get the Puck Out, presented by DeanBlendell.com. I am your host, Chris Mancuso, and we have had some bad news with all things coronavirus. But speaking of that, I want to tell you guys before we start, if you don't want to go out to the grocery store, you don't want people coughing on you, touching your cart, you know, there's no more Lysol wipes. They're gone. There's no more hand sanity. Hand no more gone. shit wipes. No more shit tickets. Well, guess what you got to do, Kyle, if there's no more uh, toilet paper. You don't want to go out to the grocery store. Sorry, if you are in Canada, you want to go over to truelocal.ca and order the freshest meat. They bring you natural, local, all natural fed, no preservatives, no fillers in the food, all natural beef right to your door, sent in a big, beautiful box, all individually packaged. Everyone's out doomsday shopping right now. Save the crowd, save the time, and save $20. If you go to truelocal.ca and punch in promo code MANCUSO20, you will save $20 on your first order. A little coronavirus bonus brought to you uh, by uh, myself and Kyle down here. Sounded like a young Billy Mays. Buddy, I feel like a young Billy Mays. I'm like, wow, come on down and get the true local meat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Kyle, the NHL quickly followed like we knew they would. The NBA, they uh, was inevitable. They pulled the players off the court. Buddy, uh, Rudy Gobert test positive for the coronavirus. He was jokingly touching all the microphones. They were in Detroit, Boston and Toronto, the Utah Jazz, the NHL and the NBA share pretty much mostly all of the arenas. Um, so it was a no brainer that this was going to happen to the NHL. The season is postponed for now. I've already heard that they've asked um, teams to book their arenas into July. I have the feeling Kyle, that we're going to see kind of like a sanitation of the buildings and maybe in a month or so, see the season kind of play out behind closed doors. That's where I think we're headed right now. What do you kind of see going on here? Uh, As far uh, Corona Kyle, you know, everything. Yeah, I, I am going to get into a bit of different topics here now. Um, I've kind of had my nose in this from the get-go. And, uh, you know, I think one of the most important things is kind of weeding through the bullshit. And I, I think that's, you know, probably the biggest problem right now is misinformation from, uh, you know, both sides of the spectrum, the fear mongers and the, uh, uh, you know, the overhype to go along with the people who are, you know, ignoring this situation probably more than they should and playing it off. And, you know, trying to come off as, you know, a tough guy or, you know, hey, this, you know, it's going to not going to do anything to me. Um, But, you know, it's a little bit more evolved than that. And I think, as you said, Chris, it was an inevitable. They they share arenas, they share equipment, they share uh, the media stands and microphones. Yeah. Uh, And and Rudy Gobert took a big L. Like he's he's being dunked on and he is being criticized. You know, people out for his head. He should be arrested. This guy didn't know, and I, I know he was very irresponsible about it, but I, I was reading a story today where, you know, maybe he's a quiet hero, um, got this thing kind of, you know, to the attention to where it needed earlier than if they would have con- con- kind of continued to play behind closed doors and, you know, more players could have come in contact and this thing could have got going. We already know that Donovan Mitchell... Uh, another player on the team, the only other player on the team uh, that confirmed has it. So I think that, you know, the the fact of, of what happened and, and how it happened uh, almost brought to light uh, the situation probably sooner than, than you know, it, things have gotten worse where, you know, we're talking about multiple teams in quarantine 
And uh, so I don't know. It's it, it's tough to hate on the guy, but like obviously, I mean, like the video's going around. He's touching all the mics. He's being irresponsible. You're hearing uh, out of the locker room players saying how irresponsible, you know, touching everyone's things and touching them. Like this is a guy who obviously didn't know he had it. Uh, yeah, but he was I, just. I, we were all clowning about it, but you know what? I heard that actually he's gonna win Defensive Player of the Year because he shut down the entire NBA, Rudy Gobert. So. Yep. You know what? Um, this guy is, was like, I mean, he, it's easy to look like an idiot when you end up with it. But I mean, I'm sure there was a million and one other guys joking around all the time, too, across all the sports leagues. We were all joking. Um, man, this is crazy. I've never seen anything like this. I don't think there's ever been anything like this in our sports lives. So we're all a little taken back here, Kyle. You know, the podcast is just getting up to the listeners and viewership that we need it to. And uh, boom, they canceled the season right on us. There's only one thing they can do, though, if the season does have to be canceled. And that is Chris, right, don't fucking say it. This is right the wrong that happened last year when Fuck they off. stole the Stanley Cup from the Boston Bruins after Nolachari was tripped in overtime, after Craig Berube whined about the refs. If the NHL had any integrity at all, if the season gets canceled, they give it to the number one team, the team that's ahead by miles, and that's the Boston Bruins. Or... Option two, later in the summer, the top two teams in the league, the Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues, battle it out for the Stanley Cup. Only two options to make this right after last year's screw job. Last year's screw job. Screw uh, job. Stanley Cup stolen. Beautiful thing. Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup stolen. stolen. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't have called it stolen uh, if Brad Marchand wouldn't have made the dumbest run attempt at a hit. And the laziest, most awful game seven, detrimental to the entire score and the entire outcome of the entire game by lazily getting off the ice. And he's not to go alone here. Uh, that entire line was guilty, Chris. Guilty, guilty of year, letting man. Petrangelo dagger down the middle. That wasn't stolen. That was taken, Chris, by oh. the rightful team that oh. deserved it most, that fought harder. And I'll be honest, Chris, pushed the Bruins around. The Bruins were able to score and, and 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 get in their game, and they were definitely in the series, and it was anyone's game in Game 7, but they were pushed around physically. And uh, we've seen a team like Tampa send that same message to them last Saturday, which I am still so happy about, Chris. Still so happy about. Uh, and i just like to say, you know, what I said a couple days ago about Chara, you know, that, that, that continues. Stay away from the guy. Um, but all, all jokes aside, Chris... Um, I don't want to, you know, I, it, it's tough to be, you know, in a position to, to, to speak to people and try to provide information because, you know, you, you want to give accurate information. You don't want to scare anyone. Uh, but if, if you're somebody out there that's kind of pushed this thing aside recently and, you know, told yourself it's not a big deal or whatever be the case, uh, there, there's a few things that I'd like to say, a few things I'd like to recommend. Um, first off, uh, is, is listening to Michael Osterholm. Uh, he was a guest podcast on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, obviously the world's biggest platform as far as podcasts go. Uh, Michael o uh, Osterholm is an infectious disease control expert. Uh, he's followed diseases like this around before. Uh, and it was a very informed, well listen. And I, I think the, the thing that I really take from it the most uh, is how we kind of expressed that, you know, it, it, we're, we're going to be fine. We're going to be okay. Um, you know, it, 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 with Ebola and other things like that, you know, you were flipping a coin, man. Um, 
you know, if you got it, the, your odds weren't great. Uh, but, you know, if you can put this in kind of comparison, Chris, you know, uh, if you could put the, the flu as the casino and you want to calculate, you know, how many jackpots are hit, you know, people hit the jackpots, people want a lot of jackpots. But, you know, if you want to use this comparison, you hear about this new casino that's being built for whatever reason, older people are hitting that jackpot at an outstanding race. And, you know, sooner that casino gets bigger, they monopolize, they come closer, they build one right in your city. And now you don't got a choice to go, Chris. You're taking a pull on this thing, uh, whether you're going to get it or not. And, you know, I, I think that's just a, a chance that if you could have preventative measures to prevent, I don't think this is a chance you want to take, uh, especially to the elderly community, our parents, our grandparents, who probably are the in the highest targeted group of vulnerable people to this. And if, if there's a chance that, you know, I can I can I can keep myself from spreading it to them I, I think that's a chance that almost everyone wants to take Chris there's a lot of people blowing this thing off is not a big deal there's a lot of people saying that this thing's just another flu uh, and there's a lot of people out there Chris that think that this is going to go away come flu season um I mean I don't know anything about uh infectious diseases I did watch the Joe Rogan thing I would tell everybody to watch it, educate yourselves. I mean, it, it's perfect. That That's why a platform like that is the number one podcast platform. They always have, uh, Joe always has on the most knowledgeable and best guests. And it was great. I did find it funny that, uh, you know, Canadian researchers about five hours after the hockey season was eventually canceled, were able to isolate the, uh, the COVID-19. So they're doing a lot of great work uh, with McMaster and Alma Mater University of Toronto, um, they're researching uh, out of the Sunnybrook Research Institute, and uh, they're doing a great job with this virus stuff. And, uh, and I'm really impressed, actually. I think that Canada is going to lead the charge on this. I think we're doing a good job by uh, being better safe than sorry seems to be everybody's attitude right now. I mean, Kyle, let's talk about this, man. We've been to the grocery stores. We've been around. Like, I've never seen the shelves, like, empty like that before, like... I remember Y2K, believe me, I remember Y2K, but like what I don't remember is seeing like, you know, there's like everyone in line and it's ours, but nobody's angry. You know, everybody's just kind of talking to each other like, wow, how about this? How about, uh, you know, this, this coronavirus, uh, you know, a lot of people say, and they kind of feel weird stocking up and it almost feels wrong stocking up, but like yeah. with the way that it's going, man, like me, I got a five month old here. I bought 10 cans of formula. Yeah, ten cans. More, bro. more, more than ten cans. I hope you meant ten cases. Ten cans. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, he's basically done with it now, right? He eats uh, solid food now too, or like his baby food. But you know, just to be sure, like yeah, you just have no, to buy. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had to buy. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Because I, I know what you're talking about. It's like there was an odd sense of you know, and, and this I think is what the scary part is: is that um, on the podcast with Michael Osterholm, he was saying that. You know, three weeks ago, people in Italy were living a normal life. And, you know, Chris, that's us right now as it's just hitting us. And, you know, it, it, we, we've seen it kind of come closer and closer. Um, we, we, you know, we were here when the first kind of cases started creep, uh, creeping in. Uh, and, and same with the states. And, you know, we're kind of thinking, okay, okay. Uh, and, and now we're seeing it, uh, you know, closer in the province. The other day it was, you know, closer to us in Niagara, we were hearing cases in Sudbury and Hamilton, uh, and, and you know now you find a case 
right in the region, right in the Niagara region, right in St. Catharines today. They went into uh, Niagara Falls first, Kyle, the person who was infected. They went there. They tested them. They were then brought to St. Catharines Hospital. Um, so, yeah, that person's actually from Niagara Falls. And what I can tell you is reaching out to some media guys in that in Niagara. And uh, I mean, I'm not one to say that I've uh, slept around the nursing room, the, the emergency rooms in the region before. But this guy has more nurses under his belt than fucking anybody than a goddamn doctor. Um, so, you know, talking to people I know in the industry, 26 coronavirus tests were administered in the last 48 hours in Niagara. I know that for sure. Well, let's, you know, we got to wait on cases and, you know, wait for the results and whatnot, but just uh, almost an alarming rate of not, not cases in itself, but um, where this is actually starting to become a, okay, this thing is here. And, you know, I, I think there's uh, a lot of other people who Chris are already past that. You know, there's, um, friends I have in, in New York where this thing is, is kind of hitting hard, uh, at least harder than it is over here. And, uh, they set up a quarantine zone. They had to call in the national guard. And I think that's the first kind of, Oh, okay. This thing, uh, this thing's a lot more serious than, than Trump's making it out to be. You know, he's every time he has a meeting, we're doing a great job. We're doing a fantastic job an a plus 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 job. Uh, where I don't think he's informing people properly. I think just, you know, he's just starting to get a grip on this thing now um, where he's talking about it well, as if it's they, a big they, deal. Well, they were one of the first countries to, to put the travel For uh, sure. ban For in sure. effect. So, like, you know what? I get it. He's annoying. He was calling it the Corona flu, like, just being, like, downgrade, downplaying it for sure. Um, I think that, you know, right away, again, travel travel ban with Europe now, uh, Italy, all the, everyone but the UK, because the UK left the European Union, right? I imagine that'll get done. They're doing well on that end of things. But like you said, the irresponsibility of uh, downplaying it and things like that are what Trump is always going to do. That's just the way that guy runs. If you run with him, you like him. If you don't like him, you hate his guts. I'm one of the few people that kind of fall in the middle on yeah. Donald Trump, I don't necessarily think he's the most evil guy since uh, Adolf Hitler. I, I think uh, political disruption in that is funny. I do enjoy it. I enjoy videos like the trolling videos that he makes for the other candidates. I think they're great. I think his timing's impeccable. But yeah, you the way he's handled this, I think, has been absolutely terrible. But then guess what? You got someone like Justin Trudeau, who now his wife, our prime minister's wife, has tested positive for COVID-19 and he was one of the last people to shut down the travel and was more worried about if we would look racist or not. So, you know, um, all I got to say is I know the Republican Senate rejected a bill to the floor that had people being paid on sick leave. I will say this to, to defend Justin Trudeau. If there's ever going to be a pandemic like there is now, I'm glad there's a liberal government involved, Kyle, because between you and me, buddy, I think we're only about, and everyone else listening, I guess, so this isn't really between you and me at all, but between you and me right now, um, I think we're going to be on an, on a countrywide shutdown within a week. I think that, you know, when you look at uh, how fast things evolved in, in Italy, how fast things have evolved now, uh, other countries like Germany, Iran, um, you know, Germany, there was, you know, one person that met from that conference that it all stems from there. And, and suddenly they're in the thousands and this thing is spreading and it's multiplying and it's doubling. Uh, and, and that's 
gonna happen. It, it's it's gonna spread. I think the one thing that I found solace in from the that podcast, I don't want to keep mentioning it too many times, but the comforting thing was he saying, you know, we're we're gonna be okay. This thing isn't the biggest murderer. I mean, it, it is, but you know, it, it's beatable, uh, and, and we're gonna be fine. But uh, the disturbing thing that I got from it. Uh, was that he says, because we even know with the information today, you said a couple hours ago, uh, Canada made great progress. Uh, they, they've isolated it uh, and, and they're going to start uh, begin testing it and, and begin the, the trial and error. Uh, well, when we hockey even gets know shut down, that, we're going to start making scientific we, breakthroughs. Chris, we even know from that they're still a year away um, from from any sor- sort of vaccine. Uh, that's that's great news and, and progress is being made. Uh, but this isn't a that people want to think, oh, this is going to blow over. This, this is this is a months long on issue that's that's just beginning. Uh, the disturbing thing that I got was that he was saying that without a vaccine, this thing's just gonna, it's just gonna have to reach the masses. That's how this thing's gonna play its course. Uh, that's what they estimate without a vaccine is that this thing's just gonna, it's gonna have to reach you. Um, they they don't know that for sure, and you know that might be the most overblown thing said. Uh, but we're seeing again cases, Chris, it, it happen in the city. It's it, it it's here. It's coming. It's gonna spread. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's gonna do a bit of damage, and most of us are gonna be fine. Um, exactly. I just want to say, Kyle, quickly here, um, the Hockey Hall of Fame will be closing tomorrow, uh, af- effective tomorrow for the the uh, obviously with the coronavirus. Um, so that is shut down. The NHL is starting to shut stuff down. Another thing that kind of came across the newswire, Brandon Lemieux was suspended for his hit on Colorado's Jonas Donskoy. Um, ugly hit. Kind of forgot about it in wake of the season being uh, being in jeopardy here and being postponed back. And we'll talk about that in a sec. But, yeah, that was an ugly hit. And uh, that was back on Wednesday before they shut the season down. Um, he got suspended for that. Let's see. Uh, right now, the NHL is paused season. Really, what did they give him? I just want to see what he got games wise. I would guess three to five. Uh, it was ugly. It was late. I, I don't think it was uh, necessarily um, the worst hit in the world, but just another, uh, just another hit from a guy that knows that he's under the spotlight. And you know, it's time to send that message. Maybe we see five to seven games. Maybe we see nine to ten games. It's time to show this kid that you know you're going to be a plug. You know, Wilson had to learn his lesson. Yeah, definitely. I was just and, about uh, to you say know, that. And Zach Cassian got, you, you know. Can't have, you can't have any faith in it, though, right? That's that's the problem. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to hop back to, to the NHL for, for, for a second. We're going to talk some, some other things later and uh, try to, you know, give some informative information for those who have maybe uh, ignored it. Uh, I, I know there's a few guys in, in my fantasy hockey leagues who have completely ignored the media. Uh, and, um, you know, I was almost telling them things that, you know, almost everyone should know because they're just staying out of it. Um, so I do want to kind of bring up some things and and maybe try to bring some information to light, but, uh, I just wanted to talk about, you know, what, what can potentially happen here for the NHL, uh, really what their options are. They, they know that they're developing things, uh, and and Gary Bettman said it today. He said, you know, it, it happened from like. Uh, you know, week by week to a day by day to a minute by minute situation that's unfolding. And that's, you know, happening everywhere. Uh, minute by minute things, you know, are, 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 are especially in today's, you know, day and age, social media and point of reach 
for viewership. Uh, you know, it, it, it's almost like every time you turn the news on or, or, or open up Twitter, um, you know, something's going on. So it's, it's you know, quick, to the point now developing, people right? think maybe, you know, maybe we shut down for a couple weeks and then we try we, we try some games behind closed doors. I, I, I think a couple weeks is, is a little too optimistic. I think that, um, you know, if there isn't a spread uh, between players and if they can keep themselves isolated and we don't see this virus, um, you know, reach players, then, you know, maybe, maybe in a month um, they, they consider playing behind closed doors. Uh, that, that's being optimistic about it. Uh, other options include uh, canceling the season, which has only been done uh, one other time. Uh, I was reading a, 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 the, the greatest thread in history today on how the year after Toronto wins their uh, wins championships, something happens. They won their first Stanley Cup in 1917. The next season, uh, the... <laughs> Uh, the next season, there was the Spanish flu, and the season Spanish gets canceled. Flu, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, in 1993, when the Jays uh, won the World Series, the next year there was a there was a lockout, right? Yep. Uh, and then uh, the Toronto Raptors, the first time they win the defending World Series, the next season, the season yeah. gets canceled. Um, so, <laughs> uh, just something that I found a little funny and. Uh, you know, you got to try to be able to laugh here and there. Uh, I, I think that's the thing is that, you know, yeah. there's too many people, you know, you, you can't you can't live in fear. You know, I, I, I would recommend, you know, keeping informed, uh, being well informed is, is, is a lot better than, you know, walking blind. But, you know, you, everyone's got to try to keep their heads and, and, and try to keep their cool here. Um, you know, where listen, our... listen, I, I was going on about this last night. I got into a bottle of uh, Sailor Jerry. I was a little stressed with everything going on. A little um, Jailer Series. A little Jailer Series. I like getting Jailer Series sometimes. But listen, um, my kid, Jake, like my son, Jake, his mom is a nurse, right? So she's like a frontline healthcare worker. And I also have uh, a beautiful five-month-old son uh, with my beautiful little girlfriend now. So it's like he only has one shot, right? So now it's like she's been on the front lines working amongst all these people in the hospitals where everything is. And it's like there's a real possibility, man, that like I might not even see my 10-year-old for like three or four weeks. Yeah. Everything's really starting to become real. Um, yeah, man. It's, like, been it's got me fucked up right now, you know, because – uh yeah, the last thing you want to do is not see that. But the last thing you also want to do is like have it transmit through him if his mom brings it home and give it to the baby, right? So we're all just trying to work together to be as uh, as safe about this as possible. I just wanted to build on that with your with your message. Like, yeah, you just got to take the special precautions, man. And it's like it's not going to last forever. It's going to get its weight through and we'll all be okay. But um, it's just something we've never really dealt with in our time before. Chris, I, I found that one of the hardest things I had a problem with, um, I spoke to both my parents today. Uh, both of them at the time didn't know there was a case in St. Catharines. It's, you know, um, developing by the minute. And uh, both seemed to be very, you know, um, unconcerned. Um, you know, my father half thinks it's a joke. Uh, yeah, same with my dad. Re- He's in Mexico and he thinks the same thing. My, he told me mother, that everyone yeah. buying stuff is stupid. Yeah, well, I, I mean, here's here's the problem, and I, and I, I know people who are working in the grocery stores right now. Um, you know, complete chaos, complete chaos. But if you think about it, Chris, um, 
the, the, the one thing being discussed the most, and, and you're hearing it, uh, uh, officials from everywhere out of Germany, out of Italy, especially out of China, South Korea, uh, e- even in Montreal, is is social social distancing yourself. Avoid going places that you don't need to. Um, so sure, you know, people have to stock up on groceries. Uh, and you know what, if you were smart, you'd get things that are going to last you two or three weeks. You know, you, uh, you're, ha- you're having a meal and, uh, you know, you, you, you ran out of lime. Don't go to the grocery store. You know, you know what I mean? Like, wait till you're running low and people are going to have to go back. But, you know, don't make unnecessary trips. Um, no, restaurants man, just and bars. Just, you know what I mean? People, the economy's going to take a hit. Everything's going to take a hit. But, you know, don't, it, it, if there's a chance here, and the most comforting thing, Chris, uh, as well, is that as far as we know, everything, all the research that's been done, uh, all the existing cases we can now use as a precedent, uh, is that this thing does not seem to be targeting kids. Normally, the flu, uh, it, it targets the young and it targets the old. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, reasons unknown at the time, but reasons that were um, things that we're aware of is that, you know, um, kids can get sick and they can play host. Uh, but we're seeing a, a, a very successful rate for for young kids fighting this off. And uh, a lot of them not having showing symptoms, uh, barely any at all. Um, so th- there's, um, a- again, still in danger of them playing host. Um, one of the things informed... Uh, was that, you know, in, in situations they've had them before in, in daycares, Chris, there can be a hepatitis A breakout uh, where, where the kids don't show symptoms to it because it doesn't do anything to their defined immune systems yet. Uh, but they take that home to mom and dad and they get very sick. Uh, so there's there's situations like this and different viruses and different strains that we've seen before that um, can target weak immune systems or can target strong immune systems. Um, but for whatever reason, and, and again, reasons that we can thank God for, but, you know, we know this thing doesn't uh, doesn't have a, a, an alarming effect on, on children uh, or, or people under the age of 19 even. So I, I think that's the most comforting thing. You know, it's, it's tough being a, a new father myself. Uh, a, a lot of my friends are, including you, with your, your new child yourself. Uh, I know you're not a first-time father, but a lot of my friends now are, you know, first-time fathers, and it's 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 a tough time out there. You know, you worry like hell. Things like this that you know happen before you have kids, you, you don't you don't take into seriously, and, and then you know everything, and now they're they're, they're the, your world, and yeah. you know it's 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 discomforting. You know, the scenarios start going through your head. Uh, and, and whatnot, but um, I, I think the dangerous thing, Chris, with this coronavirus is is just the rate of spread. Um, with situations that everyone wants to, you know, compare it to SARS, compare it to MERS, um, you know, compare it to Ebola. Uh, if you had Ebola, or if you had SARS, you had to be, you know, damn near dying, showing symptoms to spread it. You had to be physically sweating. Uh, you know, at your worst to, you know, to give this to somebody else. Uh, and, and I think the problem with this particular strain of coronavirus uh, and, and for others uninformed calling it the flu, uh, SARS and, and, and MERS, um, MERS standing for Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, it, is, it started in the Middle East. So people thinking that this thing's going to, you know, go away in flu season, I, I don't think temperature really is going to have an effect on this thing uh especially the way that you know mutate or sorry viruses seem to adapt uh over time we've seen similar strains of uh coronavirus diseases have outbreaks before 
but this one's a little bit different in its transmission. Again, as I was mentioning, SARS and Ebola, you kind of really had to be showing symptoms to pass this thing forward. Uh, what we do know about the coronavirus is that it's got uh, at least a four to five day incubation period uh, with other confirmed cases up to 14 days um, where people weren't showing symptoms. Uh, but what they do know is that you are very sick and very contagious well before you start showing symptoms. And, and I think that's the problem with this thing. And I think that's why it's spreading so fast. Yeah, Chris, you just is don't that know. People don't know they have it and they're going about their daily business until well, they... Well, that's like Rudy Gobert. He's out there joking around, touching everything, and the, uh, touching everybody's stuff, being funny, and he's got the fucking virus. He obviously wasn't feeling sick. He wouldn't have been doing that if he was feeling sick. He wouldn't have been clowning like that. You know what I mean? So I feel bad for him, man. I'm on DeanBlundell.com right now, guys, uh, searching through here as we break down on Get the Puck Out, all this coronavirus canceling the stuff, and then just kind of like some general... It turned into a little bit of a corona cast here, Kyle. Yeah, I, I did want to, you know, stick on the topic of the NHL, but I, I felt it was important to, to try to relay as much information on this as possible. Um, I, again, you know, things, you know, you want to say that things are overblown, sure, but it, it, it comes back to, you know, to, to those you love who fall into the high risk cast, you know, uh, they know that age is a factor. They know that smoking is a factor, the way it plays with your respiratory syndrome. They're high yep. risk, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, obesity. Yeah, like my, my dad is like a horrible candidate for the for the coronavirus. This guy's had a heart attack. This guy's uh, he's not a big dude anymore. Like he lost a lot of weight from when he was uh, a younger guy, which is great for him. But, you know, he has diabetes and he has uh, the heart issues and Anything can happen with him, and he's got to fly back through this shit. He's still in Mexico. It's like I told him the other day, like, if they put, like, some travel shit on, just stay there. You know what I mean? Stay in the warmth down in old Mexico. They don't have one case in uh, Playa del Carmen or Cancun. They're 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 all sitting there COVID-19 free. But, yeah, man, everybody's got someone I think that they would worry starting about. Starting to reach South America. Family. I don't want to, you know. <clears throat> yeah, it's starting to come. But a lot of those but, people you know, have it, traveled, right? Like, a lot exactly, of them have traveled. Exactly. I think that's the starts. thing. Right now. If I don't there's know. any place you want to be stuck right now, Chris, um, you're absolutely right. That's that's kind of the place you want to be stuck. That's exactly where he wants to be stuck. That's why I'm saying. But, uh, oh, I was over on DeanBlendell.com here. And Dean has just put up a, an awesome blog. And it's just showing like, man, when we were just talking about the atmosphere in line, everybody was kind of friendly talking to each other. Not today. Uh, Jill and I were in Walmart today and we were joking with the guy behind us and the, the way they're handling it in the United States of America, our neighbors uh, to the south here is a lot different. This video here is called Breaking. A man was stabbed with a wine bottle over a pack of water at Sam's Club. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at Animals. this here. We're on, uh, we're on Dean's blog on DeanBlundell.com. Oh. Oh. I can't believe that over a case of water. Do yeah. they not know that you know, tap water is still going to be fine for the next little bit here? Yeah. Tap water is still fine, guys. Oh, yeah. They got a stretcher. This guy got stabbed with a wine bottle. Yeah. Yeah. That dude got stabbed with a wine bottle, man. Could you hear that coming over the mic? A little bit, not really, but oh, you know, yeah, yeah. There, there are a bunch of people out there panicking. There's people out there profiteering. You know, you were seeing cases where, you know, people were hoarding uh, Costco's in, in multiple different cities, clearing out the uh, the Lysol aisles. Um, 
and and then reselling it for themselves just savages in the situation you know chris i went to five different stores yesterday uh to try to look for lysol wipes and, and sanitizer uh and i had no luck it, it took my it's my fifth store uh to find a bottle of wipes and it was at a rexall leave it to those cheap edmonton bastards i don't know if they were originated i just remember the rexall place yeah um but uh the cheap bastards at rexall at nine dollars for a bottle of Clorox wipe, that thing's four ninety nine, maybe five ninety nine. Hell, with the twenty twenty infl- inflation, maybe six ninety nine. Nine dollars. You're already seeing gouging. the price gouging at places. Oh, buddy, I'm gonna admit something to you. We went because we can't find sanitizer or anything, so I went to La Penico in the Falls, and we go in there, and sure enough, man, they had about twelve of these jumbo Lysol wipe bottles. Um, like packages, but they're huge. Like, uh, let me see if I can find one here. I saw read off the like, like they're massive, right? Four dollars a pop, man. I, I hate to say that I was one of those savages and bought all of them, buddy. But like, you know, if we're gonna be admitting stuff on the open airwaves here, I'm gonna be admitting I bought all of them, buddy. All twelve of them. Ah, uh, well, I hope you share. <laughs> if you don't no, that, need that's them all, why you don't I, use no, them all. No, that's why I got them though. Like my mom. Yeah need something yeah. like my dad isn't getting back till next week this guy might be coming back into a place without any friggin' grocery stores or being able to go anywhere right like i was just thinking like stock it up for the family i was even remember i called you yesterday seeing if you yeah. had me. stocks are gonna reshelve everything's been chaos the past couple of days um you know stocks are gonna continue to to, to reshelve i, I was talking a to Walmart insider to let me know when the toilet paper's coming not that i'm gonna stock up on tons of it but i'm not kidding man i'm running low on shit tickets I was uh, talking to a, a friend who, who works in a uh, at a grocery store, uh, you know, kind of asking, you know, what the message has been from the employer. Uh, you know, have things been just, you know, green lights, all things, you know, businesses uh, uh, as usual or, or, or what? Just trying to find out. And basically, you say, Man, they don't care about us. Business as usual. This place is a zoo. Um, so, yeah, you know, it. you oh. mentioned it, you know, with the. Uh, sorry. Suits at the top love this right now who work in for these corporations like oh, yeah. Walmart, Sobeys, and No Frills. They're just printing money right now, man. Printing money. We had spoken to a guy who had spent thirteen hundred dollars and bought a new freezer. Um, like 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 yep. like people like that. Yeah, I think you told me that. I talked yep. to another guy who had spent uh like, you know, some guy told me he bought went when I was in La Penico, he was buying a freezer because he had spent like two grand at Costco or something like that. He didn't even have room for his stuff. People are doing it, man. So for me, like I had to go and buy stuff, not necessarily that I would have been like in that mode yet, but it's like, you better get there before someone else just buys it. All right. Like, that's my thing. Like it, it kind of gets into one of those, like, you just got to take care of you and your situations when yeah. it comes to this. Well, I think the problem is that, like, uh, the, the closer we see this thing start to really evolve on our cities, that really kind of, you know, means, okay, well, you know, who who who's this guy seen? You know, has, has he been with family? You know, have they been going to work? You know, do they take public transit? Uh, you know, have they been going to restaurants? You, you really don't know the extent of where this thing already is. Oh, and I man. think that's the most disconcerting thing or, or concerning thing, sorry, uh, in, in the States is is the lack of testing and, and, and be the lack of the ability to test people. Um, again, there's maybe about they, they estimate 10 to 12,000 people have only been tested in total. Um, 
and that's a, a very low number. We know that you know there, there's been people turned away from being tested because they don't have enough. They, they weren't prepared. Um, they didn't have enough testing kits to, to begin with on the front lines, and we know that um, they tried to implement their own measures by creating their own kits. Uh, and those uh, own kits that they created were ineffective and weren't accurate. Um, so now there's people being with symptoms who are being turned away from being tested because they don't have any. And I think that's the most alarming thing is that, you know, you see today, you know, the numbers are always climbing uh, over 400 new cases today in the States alone. And uh, again, it's, uh, it's almost going to double uh, every day. And uh, you're, you're, there's an alarming amount of people that haven't been tested that need to be tested. Uh, there needs to be mass testing, Chris. And, and, and I think that's the thing that, um, I, again, I mentioned earlier that South Korea was kind of doing a good job at, at, at containing things. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that to you or on here, uh, but they've kind of implemented a, a, a lot of travel restriction and they've implemented a, a ton of quarantine and travel bans, uh, but they've mass tested people. So what mass testing does is that you can find the cases early, you can isolate those cases and prevent them from spreading. Uh, and that's done with mass testing. We know that they do 20,000 tests, at least right now. Um, they're a little bit in a, in a worse situation than the States right now. It's been there a little longer, but we know that they're testing 20,000 cases a day. And there's been less than that testing in the States in total. So the, the numbers that you're looking at, the 1,700 or 1,800, whatever number of people in the States right now, we know that's inaccurate because of the amount of under testing being done. And that's the problem with the thing is that people don't know they have it and they know they're symptomatic uh, during those stages where where they don't have it. So this thing's going to get around. It's it, it's already spreading. It, 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 it's it's going to spread. Um, that's that's the problem. Uh, Chris, I was uh, listening to uh, Osterholm uh, on on what was happening in Germany. Yeah. Now, in Germany, there were new cases um, that and, and people almost agreed to be I don't want to say used as a, a, a trial rat. Uh, but they agreed to, you know, be followed around, be kept in isolation and, and, and be tested for them to, you know, kind of see the signs and, and do some testing as things unfold. Um, so they, they were doing a study on patients that before uh, they showed symptoms. So uh, for some of these patients, that's that's four days later, still not showing symptoms. They took a throat swab uh, and, and the results from these throat swabs were that. Uh, the amount of virus and bacteria found was in some cases up to 200 times more um, than you would find in, in, in MERS or SARS. Um, and and that, that spoke to me in an alarming way because what that tells me is that, that this thing is, is it's infectious and it's contagious. It's not, you know, it's not going to wipe out everyone. Uh, but if, if, if any of this information I'm taking in and, you know, uh, a, a lot of people are, are, are different sided on this, but it, it's 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 going to reach a lot of people. Um, it, it seems like we already don't have enough testing being done uh, locally uh, as well as elsewhere, especially in the states. And the longer that people travel, the longer that people have it, the longer that, you know, and, and that's why South Korea kind of they were successful at slowing things down. One of the only countries that kind of had any success at doing it is because when you isolate early, you prevent travel, um, you prevent that person from giving it to as many people as they do. And and that's what's happening right now in the States is that there's, you know, there's people that have it that are going to grocery stores who don't know they have it. And, and, and that's the scary thing about, you know, big places is that, yes, you, you need these things, but you, you don't know how far this thing is. 
and that in that you know somebody doesn't need to be confident in line in, in order for for it to be passed on that's the scary thing to me um so it's you know i i, I don't know it's it, it's a, it's it's a weird time for sure but i, I think everyone's got to try to you know keep their heads cool and you know we're, we're, we're gonna prevail and um you know I, I think to me right now the nhl and you know you've seen some of the videos from some some of the players that this thing's kind of you know the, the season's almost at the i don't want to say the back of their mind but there there are more important things going on right now uh there's outrage there's people upset chris i'm upset you know i, I live and breathe hockey i almost got it on the tube every night so you know it, it does affect everyone's lives it does you know, make people upset. And, you know, people people are mad, Chris, that the NHL is not going on uh, behind closed doors. And, and you know, I, I think that's the thing that they realize is that with the alarming spread of red, like, it, it's inevitable for that to happen. They don't even know, Chris, uh, if, you know, players have already been affected. They, they think that it, it, it's possible for it to have already reached circles. Um, Chris, we know today uh, that, Alex Radulov has been sick for the past five or six days. Uh, the stars want to get him tested. Um, they're they're wow. waiting. They're waiting to get him tested. And uh, there's there's a bunch of people that were uh, you know kind of shocked that you know at the NBA game uh, when uh, Rudy Gobert wasn't feeling well and uh, the game that game was Chris five seconds away from tip off. The the medical official ran out uh on on the court and spoke to the officials players were sent back to their rooms uh you've seen that uh i think chris paul went up to the bench and he was told to get away he was trying to ask what was going on uh he was told to get away uh and that you know 48 people ended up being or i think 58 people uh or something like that ended up being tested and it kind of spoke to the okay well you know obviously these players are uh you know they do get first class medical treatment uh uh, unfortunately, that's you know that the name of the game in, in, in professional sports where there's money makers and, and teams that make money, they do get access to the frontline <laughs> care. Uh, but other people aren't able to be you know get tested. You're seeing it in in in, in Texas with Alex Rod. He's waiting to be tested. They they don't necessarily have a test available for him to take right now. Uh, but they they they're they're saying he's fine and you know he's been able to fight things off. But he's he's been sick for. Uh, he's missed the past two games with an illness and, you know, teams are starting to get concerned. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Um, you know what? I just saw something here, Kyle, uh, that came across and then we can basically cut this off now, but you know, all the NHL and NBA teams have been great talking about how they're going to pay the part-time staff and all the concession staff while they're shut down for the scheduled games that they would have been working. Right. Yeah. So that's great. Every team in the NHL has agreed to do it except for one team. Winnipeg? The Winnipeg Jets. What a joke they that is. They work when we work. You're, you're seeing it all over, Mark Cuban, the NBA, NHL. Um, they, they should these, be embarrassed. These, these people are, 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 are affected. Everyone's going to be affected, but I get that. But, you know, when you're in a position as a team owner, I, I, I'm surprised Ottawa wasn't included in that. Eugene Melnick, that cheap fuck. Uh, I know, right? But... You know, a, a lot of people are going to be affected, but, you know, if, if employers are in the position uh, to help people out, um, you know, somebody said that uh, the, the, the owner of the Jets, like he's actually one of the richest people in Canada. Uh, I think his net worth was like thirty four point eight uh, uh, billion or something like that. 
And someone said, you know, it, it, even if he had gone completely out of control and gave each individual employee $50,000 to isolate themselves for the year, he would still be worth $34.8 billion. You know what I mean? It's not affecting his net worth. It's just, it's a decision that seems like, especially from, uh, you know, a, a Canadian team, um, you know, uh, why not? Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I don't, I don't know. It's all crazy, man. This stuff is crazy. I see quarantine and chill is trending right now. I made a joke about that the other day. That's going to be the new Netflix and chill. Quarantine and chill. So, you know, we can have some fun with it. Um, what's this? Yeah, they've isolated the virus. It'll take forever. Like, you know, they keep talking about it like it's going to be uh, like a quick thing. Like you said, that'll take a year before they ever had anything like that. Justin Trudeau announced that there would be a huge financial, uh, you know, like they're going to they're going to bail people out. If we have to shut down, there'll be a financial package. Everyone will get some money and they'll uh, we'll figure it out. So apparently that's what Trudeau said today. He did a press conference from his self-isolation and uh, said he's feeling good. He has no symptoms at all. Hasn't tested positive for it or anything. His wife I don't think is he's been so. tested. No, I think they're testing him now, right? Okay. But he's in isolation and said that he actually feels great. Um, but yeah, so that's good to hear. You don't ever want anything to happen to your leader, whether you like him or not. His politics. You don't want anything to happen to anybody, man. Yeah. I and saw a bunch of people cheering on the fact that like. They're like, oh, Trump could have coronavirus. Like, that's great. It's like, nah, man, I don't wish fucking disease on anybody. That's bad. No. That's bad karma, man. No, but it, it, it's crazy to. And, and here's here, here's here's something that really kind of, you know, got me off guard uh, where there's a lot of people that think there's obviously a lot more cases than what's being confirmed. And we, we know that that's not a myth. That's that's just that's just fact at this point that there's people that haven't been tested that we know we have it. Uh, it's to what number that is. Uh, that's the question. Um, you know, how many people have it that aren't we aware of? But, uh, you know, there was at the time 122 cases in Australia and Tom Hanks happened to be one of them. 159 cases in Canada and Trudeau's wife happens to be one of them. This thing seems a little, you know, closer to, to the fire than, than really kind of what's being brought about with people just looking at numbers on, on, on tested and confirmed. Where it, those odds are pretty striking. If, if, if one in twenty-two person uh, is Tom Hanks, and yeah. one in fifty-nine people is the prime minister's wife, um, it could be any of us, buddy. Yep. <laughs> but you know what? I think on that note, we have been in the Corona Cast here for quite a while, um, guys. We don't really know what's going on with the hockey season. We might just be starting our own coronavirus update podcast, Kyle. In the meantime, we got to do something here. Uh, keep the content rolling. Um, we'll we'll keep at it. But yeah, guys, this is a weird week. It's a weird point in sports. It's a weird point in hockey. And I mean, I, is, I guess is, is there anything left? I think the KHL is the only hockey league operating right now because and and leave. don't forget the Mancuso Ball Hockey Mega Bowl tournament going on <laughs> Sunday, Saturday, March twenty first, and Sunday, March twenty second, Regency Athletic Center uh, in in. Uh, in Niagara Falls, the Mancuso Mega Bowl is the only sports league that'll be running by the time that tournament goes. Any NHL players who are out of work right now and are worried, I will offer any one of you 200 bucks to come down and play on my team. Uh, I'm, I'm hiring hockey players right now, guys. The Chris Mancuso 
ball hockey mega ball. It's still on. It's still going to be huge, guys. Shout out Biz, unless you want to win. Shout out, exactly, unless we want to win. He would be good for the chirps and maybe getting into a couple scraps. But, buddy, I just want to thank you and your time, and I want to welcome everybody to avoid the grocery store. Go on over to truelocal.ca. Punch in the promo code Mancuso20. Save $20. Avoid the... uh, Avoid the crazy grocery stores, man, because civil- it, 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 you know it's inevitable, Chris. If, if you gotta go, you gotta go. Just avoid the unnecessary trips. I think that's the, you don't be- the need biggest to go thing. Go for your meat because you can get it at truelocal.ca. No. Promo code Mancuso20. Fire it up, fire it out. We're out of here, Kyle. Let 